Hey, yo, what's poppin', party people? What do we got right now? We got three games on a Tuesday. Ladies, gentlemen, to all you fellas, fellas, fellas out there, welcome back. We're back in the studio. I'm back in my humble abode right now, coming to you live. And don't worry, last time I came home last week, I did an entire NBA video, maybe even NFL video. I did videos without any microphone on because I never changed the settings in my, my background stuff, my OBS platform, if that rings any bells for you. We got it all. I set like six alarms. Make sure you do it because the second that I saw there was no sound when I was editing last week, I just went to myself, you've got to be kidding me. What a terrible way to start the week, but not this week. We are ready to go. We are ready to rock, ready to roll, ready to roll. And look, it's three games, so we can dive deep into these bad boys. And we got a, we got a lot of injuries and a lot of status. This is going to be a, a shit show of a slate, but the nice thing about that is sometimes on three-game slates, you're starved for value. You got all the value in the world. So you just kind of have to identify which value is actually going to be valid value today. And you might even get more value with so many guys questionable, so many big names questionable, so many big names already out, so many teams already decimated by just health protocols and injuries in this wacky, wacky basketball season so hit the like hit the subscribe hit the, all those things and you better be sure that we're going to be back today at 4 p.m east coast time live so you're hitting that notification bell we'll also let you know when we're doing that when we're doing that we get the projections rankings all that type of stuff for a three game slate i'm pretty much all the way done with it it'll be up by the time this video is likely out over on patreon so you can check that out link down below and the presenting sponsor is Superdraft. there's a lot of exciting stuff about to happen with myself and Superdraft for the super bowl and maybe even long term after that we cannot announce it yet because it's not set in stone i'm waiting to hear back on some thoughts that i had for a promotion for the super bowl but hopefully in the next day or two we'll be able to situate those and yeah keep an eye out for a super draft promo for the super bowl something big for all you ladies and gentlemen trying to give you something that is both fun and beneficial to your bankrolls and your wallets. But in the meantime, you might as well sign up right now. You'll be able to take advantage of it as a signed up user as well. So use that promo code SAL, S-A-L, to get a free money bonus up to $8,000 Ruskies. You might be asking what Superdraft is. It's a multiplier format. There's no salary cap. So for example, today, Trey Young has a 1.25x multiplier, meaning that whatever points he scores, if he scores 40, you then multiply that by 1.25x, and that means you get an extra 25% points. So an extra 10 points, he now has 50 Superdraft points. The almighty multiplier, the almighty multiplier from above is what is going to really determine just your differences in scores on super draft and really it's interesting because it's very projection based but also since more people are starting to play slowly slowly starting to become randomness and ownership based as well so yeah be sure to reach out any questions super draft is a ton of fun a lot of people continue to win on super draft two nights ago somebody won 1500 in the discord and that is honestly a measly amount which is nowhere near measly amount 1500 but a measly amount compared to what people have been winning 1500 though a pretty healthy chunk of change such so as saying something about your opportunities at winning over on super draft again my name's sal sal let's know that you came for me and gives you that free money bonus in a slow drip format up to a thousand dollar ruskies so with that all being said let's start it up now with the injury and status dashboards you can see on the screen we could start in atlanta where there's some big names potentially going to miss this game you have trey young questionable with a back you have clint capella questionable with a hand injury as well so this is big news because trey young is a 33 percent usage rate player we know how good he is that's trying to fill 32 to 34 minutes in this starting rotation and also 1.34 minutes of fantasy point production you have clint capella potentially questionable today capella has been coming on as of late capella also averaging the exact same to this point in the season fantasy points per minute with a 1.34 percent fantasy point per minute rate he's averaging a 32 percent defensive rebounding rate so obviously if he's coming off the court there's going to be upside for multiple players after that now both trey young and clint capella missed the previous game so we actually got to see somewhat of a sample of what to expect we had john collins play and he played a ton of minutes he played the final 12 minutes of the game closing it out he obviously started he played 37 minutes he scored 30 real life points lots of upside there but the starters were john collins deandre hunter kevin horter rajon rondo started in that game closed the game out the final nine minutes minutes of the game and played 30 minutes and then i'm going to butcher this name bronica i believe is the first name is what you're getting they were starting at the center position played about 15.6 minutes it was nothing crazy in terms of the minutes just 16 now he did pick up his third and fourth personal foul to start the fourth quarter so he probably lost out on maybe like another five minute stint you would probably expect closer to 20 minutes there but we're going to see right now i'm projecting
projecting in Clint Capella and Trey Young. Again, that will obviously change, and we can talk about that at 4 p.m. if we get news before them on the live stream. But things are going to be changing. Obviously, Rajon Rondo is going to be taking a, a pretty big step forward. You didn't see a lot of points in that last game, but you saw the seven assists. You saw him pick up a, a steal, a couple of rebounds as well, and at a relatively cheap price point, that's going to look pretty nicely if Trey Young is indeed out. If one of these players are out, somebody's going to be seeing a massive production boost. If both of them are out yet again, well, then, yeah, going right back to John Collins makes a lot of sense. You can go up to DeAndre Hunter, who scored 33 points in the last game, and he's at a fair price point, right around 6K as well. So all those guys, Kevin Horder, even Cam Reddish to a lesser extent, are going to be taking some nice boosts. Cam Reddish closed out the game in the last game, and he ended up playing 28 minutes off the bench. So just keep an eye on those two guys. Pretty big news right there. Probably the biggest questionable tags that we're looking at. Uh, Gallo as well. He's just been on a minute's limit this entire time. Gallo in, did indeed play in that last game. He got all the way up to 18.7 minutes, almost 19 minutes. That's the most that we've really been seeing him play. That's towards the upper limit of that range. He's going to be questionable with an ankle injury today. Next up, we go to Houston where Christian Wood is doubtful, and you know what you're going to get. You're going to get Boogie Cousins if he stays out of foul trouble, playing close to 28 minutes, even upwards of 30 minutes. Uh, and I mean, at the very least, probably 24 minutes, even in foul trouble, just because they need bodies out there. And Boogie Cousins' price point is only at $6,000. I mean, they put it up like $1,000, but it's still not enough for a guy who's going to average over 1.3 fantasy points per minute for a guy who's going to be an absolutely massive usage player. Now, yes, you're going to see Victor Oladipo and John Wall in this game with Boogie Cousins. So maybe that usage just stiffens off a little bit. But if anybody's going to take usage hits, I think it's the guys behind Boogie Cousins, who's a massive historic usage player. So Boogie Cousins, massive upgrade there, as long as Christian Wood gets officially ruled out as he is doubtful right now. Daniel House Jr. is expected to return today. I put him in the rotation now. They've got a lot of bodies between Ben McLemore, David Nawaba, Sterling Brown. So I think Sterling Brown probably takes the biggest hit in the rotation. I don't even know. Maybe there's a chance he doesn't play in the rotation today. With no Christian Wood, I suspect that all these guys do see minutes. I gave the least minutes. I gave Daniel House around mid-teens. I gave Sterling Brown around eight minutes today. But either way, you can flip-flop those. I don't think they're going to be all that impactful. And now we can head over to the Clippers, which is going to be the absolute honey hole if you're looking for value on the slate. Kawhi Leonard is out. Paul George is out for health reasons, COVID potentially. And now Patrick Beverly is out with a knee injury that he got hurt in that last game. And I believe Reggie uh, Jackson came in and ended up playing like the entire third and almost the entire. He played 19 minutes in the second half, so almost the entire second half. And the game turned into a blowout, so a lot of guys got blowout right in the end. But with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George out, I mean, hats off to everybody out there. Marcus Morris is probable to nail this. He's going to see a massive bump. Luke Kennard sees a massive bump, right? All of these guys. Lou Williams, do we see the last time that these guys were ruled out, or at least one of them was ruled out? We really didn't see the minutes peak upwards for Lou Williams, still stuck in those mid to upper teens. So does he now get to 26 to 28, or is it still going to be 20 to 22? That's going to be something that a lot of people talk about today. I'm currently projecting Lou Williams for uh, towards the upper 20s in minutes, and it makes him look like a good play. So there's lots of options here. There's even more than what I just said. Obviously, Reggie Jackson, they priced him all the way up now to that 6K range and a pretty decent 6K price point. So I think he's at least in play, but he's not by far anywhere near one of the better value plays in the slate because one, we're about to talk about Washington and two, there's other cheaper guys on the Clippers that have a ceiling that are probably not appropriately priced just yet. And we're going to talk about those in a second in the early interest. We just got to cover that Reggie Bullock is out, but Austin Rivers and Frank Nielakina are likely to return today. They're probable. I'm projecting in Rivers for a decent amount of minutes. I'm actually not giving Frank any minutes because they have a lot of guys in this rotation right now. They still have Emmanuel quickly. They have Rivers. They have Alec Burks back. They have Alfred Payton. So there's a lot of guards there. I don't know where Frank Nielakina fits in. If we get any of the news that he's going to see minutes or maybe even start somehow, then obviously I'll change that. Nito is questionable. I'm projecting him out right now for Washington, who's down a ton of bodies, right? Davis Bertans, you can see, is out for health, but then all the way to the right, which is like right here behind me, I have all the other guys who are ruled out today. If you're watching on the YouTube version, that is Rui, is Smith, Denny, Mo Wagner, and also Troy Brown Jr. So if Nito plays, well then yeah, you can suspect that he's going to be soaking up a good amount of minutes, probably close to 30 minutes today. Russell Westbrook was on a minutes limit the last time that we saw him, around 25. I have him projected for 28 today. Again, I'm projecting still a minutes limit 
bit there. Otherwise, he'd be playing like 34, 35. So I do think that he's not in play unless we get news that the minutes limit is lifted already, which I don't know if we're going to get that so quickly. But Washington, obviously the Clippers with their two big guns out, the Clippers, but Washington as well, going to be seeing a lot of value just from the fact that guys are going to have to play 30 minutes that are still very cheap and they're just going to fall their way into points, especially if Westbrook is not going to be on the court for an additional six to 10 minutes today. Alrighty, we are getting into the early interest. Just a reminder that we will be live at 4 p.m. East Coast time today. There will also be some golf content likely coming out today, maybe a live stream tomorrow as well. We'll have projection rankings, ownership for all that stuff for golf. We'll have tools as well for the NBA down below. You can follow along on Patreon if you would like to. So be sure to check that out. But hitting that notification bell, let you know when we're going live at 4 p.m. So getting now into the early interest, the guys that are going to be looking ultra very nice today. We're going to start it off with the guy who looks the best. He's my number one value play. It's hard for him not to be, even if they're bumping up the price point. There's no Christian Wood or doubtful Christian Wood. So DeMarcus Cousins, who's averaging over 1.3 fantasy points per minute so far this season, 1.43 with Christian Wood off the court, a 26% usage rate in a good amount of minutes, 199 minutes of play. So I mean, for his overall play, it's about seven games or so of play. You're seeing a 24% assist percentage. You're seeing a 37.7% defensive rebounding rate. All of this with no Christian Wood on the court. Now they're not playing alongside each other anyways, but just to kind of hit home the point that the Marcus Cousins at $6,000 is still in their price. The Marcus Cousins at his current form playing 28 minutes with this much usage on this team and having players that can feed off of him like a John Wall very well that he got to play with in college at Kentucky if you're not familiar. Yes, that Boogie Cousins, that DeMarcus Cousins should probably be $72 to $7,500. So he's still under price and on a three-game slate. Looks very appealing. Then you also have John Wall. And obviously taking James Harden off the court and Christian Wood is not going to give you much of a sample. So just taking Christian Wood off the court, James Harden is not going to be there for much. I'm projecting John Wall for around a 1.12 to 1.14 player today. I think that's pretty good. I think what you're seeing so far this season with those guys off the court in a very small sample size is a 40% assist percentage. You're seeing 1.17 fantasy points per minute and a 30% usage rate. John Wall at $6,900. Obviously, all these guys are in play, whether it's Wall, Victor Oladipo, or Cousins. I would rank it in the order that you're seeing it right now. I would go Cousins, Wall. Oladipo is nowhere near a priority play for me today. If we take Christian Wood off the court, we're not really going to have any sort of a sample with Oladipo really out there because Oladipo missed their last game when Christian Wood missed. So they're kind of on the court the whole entire time. We have 98 minutes of Oladipo so far this year to work off of. 1.24 fantasy points per minute. You're getting a 33% usage rate. But of course, those games are a little bit wonky in there, right? You don't have John Wall for them at this point. You really never got the same playing alongside Boogie Cousins like you would see today. So Oladipo at $7,900 being $1,000 more expensive than John Wall is a concern. Now in that last game, you didn't see John Wall be pushed. You didn't get the same play as full minutes. I'm not giving John Wall his full minutes today. I'm just giving him 28 minutes, but we'll see what ends up happening there. But even at 28 minutes, I do like it for what's likely going to be increased usage and just overall opportunities, assist percentage, fantasy points per minute. If we get a little bit more minutes out of him, maybe I can project him towards 30 with some news later in the day on how he's warming up, on how he's feeling, if he's feeling good, if there's no minutes limit, whatever it might be, then it looks a little bit better. But John Wall seems like he probably has sort of a phantom minutes limit on him. That being said, though, for $1,000 cheaper than Oladipo, I'll be preferring John Wall over Oladipo today. And now we can hit on the Clippers, who again are without Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, but also Patrick Beverly. So obviously have the two big guns, but a lot of minutes just in general in this rotation. Now in the last game, you did have Paul George, you did have Pat Bev, you did have Kawhi all playing in that game. Pat Bev basically got hurt, did not come out for the second half. You saw Reggie Jackson start the second half, play 11 minutes in the third quarter, and then he closed out the game, a game that was basically a blowout. Now they only won by eight points, but it took an 11-0 run at the end of the game for the Thunder to even bring it within eight points, so it was a blowout, but then he got to play basically the final nine minutes of that game. So you saw about 19 to 20 minutes from Reggie Jackson. I suspect that he starts. DraftKings has already kind of factored this into his price point, but he's still going to be in play because there's just not that much usage. Like if Reggie Jackson is going to average over a fantasy point per minute in 32 to 34 minutes today, yes, yeah, $6,800 is a 
steep price point, but there's no reason that Reggie Jackson can't score you somewhere around 33 to 35 fantasy points with that much opportunity usage. Shot attempts today probably going to be close to the teens. But the guy who probably stands out the most for me from this team, and I have my initial projections up right now, so we can actually go and show you where this guy ranks out. He's my number one play from the Clippers as of right now, and that's going to be Marcus Morris. Marcus Morris has been probable, or he's probable today with an illness. Marcus Morris did not play in their last game, but I would suspect that Marcus Morris, who's somebody who's been coming off the bench, playing around 20 to 24 minutes a game, depending on the game, averaging about 23 minutes per game so far this year. I haven't projected for 30 minutes right now. I have his fantasy points per minute spiking upwards. I believe that he probably starts in this game as well. So Marcus Morris at $4,700. It's a factor of a lot of things. Obviously, the increased usage in minutes and the fact that he's probable, but it's also the price point. Like all these other Clippers are not appropriately priced for these guys being out, but a little bit closer to that at like $6,000 a piece or $6,800 if you're Reggie Jackson, whereas Marcus Morris still in that fork range, even if he comes off the bench and now he's locked into like 26 to 28 minutes with all the usage in the world with that, with the bench unit that today is going to be like Terrence Mann and Amir Coffey and Patrick Patterson. And that's also if Terrence Mann doesn't start over Reggie Jackson, which is a possibility to be honest with you. Yes, Marcus Morris is looking good. Luke Kennard looks good. Kennard in their last game when all those guys were playing still played 24 minutes, close out the game in some blowout run. But if you're just looking at what Kennard did in the first half, Kennard played in the first half. I believe he ended up having in that first half about 12 minutes of play. So he was going to play 24 minutes really either way. Now you can spike him up towards that 32 minute range. He starts to look good at that price point of $6,000. Lou Williams is kind of the wild card here because we can project Lou Williams somewhat comfortably for like a 1.15 to 1.2 fantasy points per minute producer when he's just the only guy on the court with no Paul George and no Kawhi Leonard out there. He becomes that dude, but what are the minutes going to be looking like? Like Lou Williams right now, if I give him 28 minutes, yeah, he's looking like a borderline top 10 play on the slate. If you give him 30 to 32 minutes, he's looking like one of the best, if not the best play on the slate right next to Boogie Cousins. But obviously if you give him 22 to 24 and they're still just not going to give him run, that's another thing. We've seen it so far this year. We've seen situations where you have no Paul George out there. You have no Kawhi Leonard out there. We've seen these games and Lou Williams minutes still don't rise up. Now with them both out, do we finally see them rise up? In that last game, he played just 14 minutes off the bench. So how far up there are they going to go? I assume that he doesn't start. And I assume that he comes off the bench. And if he's coming off the bench, are they really going to be playing Terrence Mann for 35 minutes over Lou Williams? Right? I don't know if they're going to be doing that. That's the wild card here with Lou Williams, who is at least $5,800. So it's not a dirt cheap price point, but definitely in play for the upside there. I would say that Serge Ibaka at $6,600 is very much in play. He probably sees close to 1.1 fantasy points per minute today. Ibaka has been starting for this team in the last game. He played 22 minutes and basically three quarters. He never got his final stint due to the blowout. You're going to get around 30 minutes. I have him projected for 30 minutes today. And Zubak as his backup at center for 18. At six. $6,600. Ibaka looks like one of the better Clipper plays as well today. He's my number 13 overall play in the slate. So if I had to rank it right now, I'd probably go with Marcus Morris, Luke Kennard, Lou Williams, and Serge Ibaka in that order. And after Morris, all those other guys are pretty close to each other, but all four of those guys are top 13 plays for me on this three-game slate. Next up is the only Nick that I'm prioritizing today, if you can say so. Like, there's guys in play. You can see the whole projections for guys that I have full on interest in for all the rankings and all the stuff like that down below on Patreon, patreon.com backslash Sal underscore Vetri underscore. But Alec Burks is the main guy. So here's the thing. Alec Burks started the season off two and two and a half games played very well over a fantasy point per minute was seeing like 30 minutes a game then got hurt then they were trying out a bunch of different guards out there Dennis Smith Jr. for a little while before he ended up getting out of the rotation injured himself and then you saw Austin Rivers start to take on a role Austin Rivers started to play upper 20s in minutes and then he ended up having to miss some time so now you have Austin Rivers returning today so you might be saying hey is Austin Rivers going to cut back into Alec Burks I don't think so I think Austin Rivers especially because there's no Reggie Bullock today which is important because you can just soak up those minutes for today but moving forward I think it's Alec Burks role still Alec Burks has been playing back-to-back games of 27 minutes I have Alec Burks for 28 
eight minutes today. Alec Burks this season now. He's continuing to play as good as he did in those first two games. 1.05 fantasy points per minute on a 23% usage rate and 65% true shooting percentage leads the Knicks at this point. He's playing too good for the Knicks not to have him on the court. So Alec Burks would be my primary option if you're looking for a New York Knicks today. That would be my main and probably only option that I go to. In Utah, there's really not that much here. Like these guys are all healthy, right? Derek Favors is going to be probable today. DraftKings has a little Q tag by him, but he's expected to play today. You have just okay price points, right? For the price points that you've been getting or the games you've been getting over the last couple of games from Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, maybe he's like $200 on their price, but he's fine. If you want to get to him, he's in a player pool for me. You have Rudy Gobert at $7,200, who's kind of in, again, that range of you're probably playing Boogie Cousins today. And then you, you're going to play Rudy Gobert in that lineup. Or if you're playing 150s, he's going to be taking up a lot of your lineups. Or you're playing a lot of DeMarcus Cousins. It starts to become an opportunity cost thing of what else can you do with your lineup now if you're playing a $6,072 center and you fill that utility spot for you. Yeah, Gobert's been fine at $7,200. He's basically just kind of getting you there at this point. He's not having any smash performances. Like if he scores 40 for you, yeah, is it winning you a GPP on a three game slate? Maybe at $7,200, but nothing's a smash performance. So Gobert's fine as well. If I had to pick one player here, it's probably Mike Conley. I gave him 31 minutes today. He just looks decent. There's nothing outstanding here. It's a little bit more of the price point, like prioritizing those upper range guys like a Donovan Mitchell and like a Rudy Gobert is not really in my range on this slate. There's some other guys that I'd rather be getting up to like a Bradley Beal. We can talk about in a second, but Mike Conley, if I had to pick one guy from this team, that being said though, he's kind of like my last guy into these interests right now. He's in a player pool. So are all those other guys that we talked about, but Mike Conley currently ranks out as my number 14 overall play. So he's my highest ranked Utah player, but again, still number 14th overall. But for a little bit of perspective, I have Rudy Gobert 18th overall today. I have Donovan Mitchell down at around 25th overall today, factoring in all the value. So Rudy Gobert's pretty close to that as well. We can close it up and the rest of it, what you're going to see on the screen is Washington, right? We have to see what happens today. So you have Kasaias Winston played about 20, 22 minutes in that last game. I gave him 20 in this one. But if you have Nito, Raul Nato coming in in this one, then you're probably not going to be seeing any of Winston at all. I think he just takes on all 20 of those minutes and starts to pull minutes away from some other guys like an Isaac Bonzer or Jerome Robinson. So right now, though, I have interest in basically all these guys. But right now, assuming that there's not going to be any Raul Nato in this game and that you're going to see Russell Westbrook still be on like this 28 to 30 at most minutes limit after being on a 25 minute in the last game, then yeah, all these guys are going to look good. In that last game, you saw massive minutes because again, they're missing pretty much everybody. Rui, Denny, Mo Wagner. They're missing Troy Brown. They're missing a bunch of people. Davis Bertans on this team right now. And this was the exact same scenario in their last game. And in their last game, what you got to see was pretty big minutes for Bradley Beal. He plays about 33. You got to see Robinson who started that game alongside Westbrook and Bradley Beal go for 35 and 16 real life points. A very good play right there. He's just $4,000. You got to see Garrison Matthews play 35 minutes, basically close out the game as well. Somebody who had some big moments last year. I only have him projected for like 0.77 fantasy points per minute. And he still looks like one of the top plays on the slate. Washington's value is better than the Clippers value today. I would say that the upside of the Clippers, like guys like Marcus Morris, like guys like a Lou Kennard, or maybe even a Lou Williams, if he gets the minutes is probably a little bit higher, but both Garrison Matthews, and Jerome Robinson are both of them are top five plays for me today. Alex Len is interesting because he played 20 minutes in that last game and they ended up giving Jordan Bell just like two to three minutes at the end of the game to close it out. Alex Len came off the bench and played 20.7 minutes. I gave Alex Len 23 minutes. I basically gave him those garbage time minutes today that Jordan Bell got. I gave Robin Lopez who played 24 minutes in the last game and started. I gave him 25 minutes today. So I split the center minutes. I gave Jordan Bell no minutes as of right now, but Alex Len played well and Alex Len's only $3,300 in his 21 minutes of play. And again, I'm giving him an additional two. He had 11 points, five rebounds and assist, a steal in in that game that's going to get you there at 3300 right when you're scoring 20 plus DraftKings points so he's at least interesting his price point is going to make him stand out as more of a value than he probably is today but at 3300 again it's the problem with just center only you're probably playing Alex Len and then just DeMarcus Cousins after that though you can pay it for whoever you want the downside of that is with no Paul George with no Kawhi Leonard there's not that many payup options that you can really be going for you're probably then starting to basically prioritize just points upside of a Bradley Beal and of a Julius Randle assuming that uh, Russell Westbrook's still on this minutes limit there's really nobody else to be looking for Trey Young who's questionable would probably be your next best option after that at a 
$9,400 price tag. So if I'm looking at this right now, assuming that everything stays the same, no NATO, and we'll update that if so, uh, Westbrook's still in a minutes limit. I think Jerome Robinson is my favorite play from Washington overall, but then you can pick and choose. Bradley Beal is fine. He's $9,900, yes, but you need points upside on a slate that already lost both of the guys more expensive than him in Kawhi and Paul George that might potentially lose some other guys in the 9K range. Uh, Christian Wood, doubtful at 8700 uh, Trey Young and Clint Capella, both questionable, missed their last game as well. So at some point, you just have to take your 45 to 55 points, and I'd rather take it on this slate. My favorite payup option over Randall, over Russell Westbrook, even if Trey Young and Capella play, would be Bradley Beal today. So he's my favorite payup option. If we're just saying my favorite play from Washington in this game, and maybe on the entire slate outside of Boogie Cousins, of course, is going to be probably Jerome Robinson because he actually started alongside Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal. So assuming that we can get him to start again, I think he's a better fantasy point permitter than Isak Bonza. Bonga is in play for me, but the thing with Garrison Matthews is, who looks like a good value as well, he came off the bench. Now he checked in pretty quickly in that game for Russell Westbrook, but if Russell Westbrook starts to play more minutes today, three to five more, you can suspect that those directly come off of Garrison Matthew. Now, Matthew's not a terrible fantasy point per minute producer, but you're not getting like a one fantasy point per minute producer out of him. So when Matthew starts to get his minutes to go from 34.6 now to like, let's just say 30, that's a pretty big knock for him. Whereas Robinson played 35 minutes, basically all alongside Bradley Beal, a lot of those alongside Russell Westbrook. I don't know how much more his minutes are going to take a knock. So Robinson feels more secure as the value play here if you're looking for one, but Isak Bonza, Alex Len, Matthews, all these guys are in play. And if you're asking me on a three game slate, how many can you play? Assuming that Bradley Beal and you're actually getting some points upside in there. I mean, I'm fine to play four. Five is where it starts to get a little bit edgy there, but I'm fine to play four on this slate. So if you want to see exactly where all these players rank out, not just from Washington, but a bunch of different teams, you can check out Patreon down below. You can also check it out Patreon to follow along with our Super Draft projections. Again, Super Draft, the presenting sponsor of the show. My name's Sal. We're going to be having an announcement soon for a Super Bowl promotion, but my name's Sal, S-A-L. Use that code on Super Draft when you sign up. Free money bonus in a slow drip format up to $1,000 rookies. And my top Super Draft play, if you stayed all the way through the show, let's pull it up right now. We'll sort this. My top Super Draft play today is going to be Reggie Jackson, who still has a 1.9x multiplier. Superdraft is assuming that Reggie Jackson, or at least by the way that they're putting the multiplier on him, they're saying that it's the same thing. Paul George and Kawhi are actually playing. He's coming off the bench and not playing much, which is not the case. I have Reggie Jackson for the most fantasy points on Superdraft today at 64.87 points. And then Demarcus Cousins is my number two play at 61.1. Three guys overall over 60 on Superdraft. You can check out my projections down below to see who that third guy is and just the rest of the stuff. So thank you for tuning into this video. Be sure to check out for the injury news on Fantasy Labs. You can just follow that to be updated. I'll update all my projections. It'll be live at 4 p.m. East Coast time later today. Have an eye out for the golf stuff. Have an eye out later in the week for a Thursday MMA live stream. A betting just Q&A is going to be with Manpreet. He'll be answering any of your MMA betting, DFS questions that you might have, things to look for, and how to just get better at MMA betting and DFS. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate you all, and I'll see you, some of you at least, at 4 p.m. East Coast time.